The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respected managements or employees. Live from the corner of Spider-Verse and Multiverse, it's Geek Show. Yes, on this week's episode, we're going to be t- we're going to be talking a lot about DC. We get accused yes. of being Marvel zombies here, but we have a lot of DC news Give today. It also, to me. Why did Star Wars turn a robot into a thirst trap? Hot Uh, robots! (laughs) Coming up on today's episode. Mm, There we go. Hi, everybody. That's the juice right there. Nice nice to see everybody (laughs) all. What? Now we're we're cooking with gas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, Rebecca. Come on. Mm -hmm. You know Lee is the drip king. He has the... the, uh, what is it? Do the you riz. know what a drip king is? What's a riz? <laughs> He's dripping with ri- with with uh, r- riz. R- riz. Riz is one of those instances in in recent pop culture moments where I have gone, oh, I'm old now, and I have to just <laughs> it, it, deduce it just what going what it more... is. Yeah. What make hmm. make me not old? What's riz? Riz. Like, you it, if you have it, you know you, you know, have it. You know, I don't yeah, have it. Yeah, if you have to if ask, you don't, you have, don't have it. Have it. <laughs> oh. If you have it, exactly. See, my, my 23-year-old, um, their best friend got a job as a teacher for eighth grade students. And nothing funnier than hearing these two 23-year-olds who ridicule me constantly for being so out of touch go, I don't know what the hell kids are talking about these days. <laughs> it comes for us all. Yeah, yeah. Time uh. marches ever on. Bug Hunter in the chat says it's charisma. Yes, that's oh. the word we were looking for, Carrie. I and she is the don't have that. And she is charisma. the Riz. She is oh. the Riz Queen. She is Rebecca Frost. Hi. Hey, I hope. R, are we going to dedicate like? Are we going to dedicate like ten full minutes to Barbie's architectural digest video? The video itself is only seven minutes long. I know, but I have thoughts. <laughs> All right, we'll get we'll get to it in, 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 toward the end when it's what you consumed. Oh, okay. uh, that could be part of you what you consumed this week. Uh, <laughs> Lee George Cade, everybody. He's he's probably out in your yard right now. I, I was. <laughs> hey, uh, I I built this this model here. You want to see it? Yeah, let's see. It's okay. What you got there? This 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 is. Wow! A, look at that. A ghost coach. A ghost coach. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's got ghosts on it, and they're like, they're coming, they're coming for they're your coming Cheetos. For you. They're full <laughs> of coaches yeah. telling you how to play better. Ooh. <laughs> coach Defense. Hawkins. Defense. Whistle. Yeah. Whistle. Coach Hawkins making me Whistle. run around the pond again. Uh, <laughs> Lee George, Lee, thank you, Lee George. Uh, Tony is here as well. Tony. Uh, Quad uh, T. Too tall, Tony. And our host. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Jackson. Ah, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Jay's at a convention. Jay is literally on assignment. He's at Awesome Con in D.C. And uh, he's representing Geek Show out there. And uh, he'll have some videos and some audio for us. So uh, He's he's made this deal that if anybody comes up and says, what's Geek Show podcast? If they will listen to it live, he'll do push-ups the entire time they're listening. Oh. What a deal. Yeah. If, if So if you're in wow. D.C., dash on over to the convention He's center. running to a couple hold Geek on. Show fans. I got to yeah. call Jay and make sure he knows that's the deal he signed Yeah, up. let him know. So. <laughs> Text him. You made yeah. that deal for no, him. No, you have to call him because yes. if there's one person who calls me the most, it is Jay Whitaker. Which mm. I don't get. I'm, oh, I no, he called me last night. He, he did call me last night just to say yeah, that. Yeah, so. the, so, the man always wants to talk on the phone. It's crazy. Jay, Jay, calls, <laughs> Jay calls me and says, Lee, yo, 
get back to me. And then I do. And then I never hear from him. And then he's gone forever. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, if only I ever turned my ringer on or understood phones. Jay is when it comes to phone. He is kind of elderly that way. He prefers <laughs> he prefers to to speak on the phone, and I kind of admire that. But anyway, my let's move my on. current employer only thirty years old. She mm-hmm. loves the telephone, and oh. I'm usually like, like I I thought I thought you kids didn't like phones. I thought you're <laughs> well. What you know, the new thing is is voice memos. It's just sending voice memos back and oh, forth. So it's mm. like te- it's like texting and messaging in that way where you can have a delayed response. But Carrie, you still get the effects of voice conversation. Did you get the telegraph I sent you yesterday? Oh, yes. I, I still okay. have my telegraph set up. Okay. Okay. You yeah. never know. Just wanted to make sure. because. Let me know when you guys get the pigeons I sent you. I've been doing smoke signals for weeks and nobody responds to me. <laughs> yeah, we just figured Lehigh was on fire again. <laughs> As it, it, it happens. It happens. All right. Uh, let's begin with uh, some news. Uh, we got a new trailer for the uh, latest season of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, Ooh. I haven't even seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it yet either. July 13th on FX is when it the starts. The fourth best show on TV. Yes. Okay, and the first th- other three are? Rotate. Oh, yes, always, yeah. always oh, this okay. is the constant, the constantly <laughs> this, good every this time. This week it would be Strange New Worlds in the first spot because it was on and I watched it most recently. It was a fine little trailer. You ought to go seek it out if you're a fan. There's not a lot of spoilery stuff in it except for the fact that uh, we've got full-grown Colin Robinson back. So well, He was back at the end of the last season. Yeah. And apparently... Uh, uh, Laszlo is, is trying to help Guillermo. Oh, Guillermo convinced, I think it was at the end of the last season where Guillermo goes to the vampire people, gives them money and says, turn me into a vampire. Finally gets his dream. Finally gets his dream. And so Laszlo is kind of training him. So it's like a Jedi, (laughs) screwed up Jedi kind of a thing. Glorious. (laughs) I think you will like it. Uh, So we got that this week. Also this week. We got a a look at, well, okay, here we go. Let's dive in. Star Wars Outlaws. Okay, Okay, hot droid. Hot droid. Let's not forget the fact that this looks like a really fun game. Now get onto your hot droid stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It does look like a great game. Uh, But uh, the internet has turned this droid. And do we even know the droid's name yet? It's a a BX-style droid. I think its name is Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Its name is K, it says here. This Uh, article uh, on Gizmodo. How did Star Wars Outlaws make a droid so hot? (laughs) A BX droid named Commando Droid. Uh, And uh, she also has a a pet, Nyx. I think it's the trench coat. Because ladies and people who dig droids really dig trench coats. It's the trench coat, and he seems to have a swagger about him. You can tell by the way he's carrying that. that boombox or whatever uh, that would it is. be a that would be a rocket launcher i sure. and it's amazing that you even brought it up because with the swagger and the hotness i didn't realize that that's literally just a run-of-the-mill assassin droid um nd5 <laughs> nd5 yeah. i mean rebecca i can okay. show you countless episodes of clone wars where they have these assassin droids and they're not hot so it's the coat it's, uh, you guys know that that it's, swagger it's all in tude. like it's got the riz you know no, He's that got swagger the riz. he is the drip king that, Sorry, swag, that swagger God. is just that's, that swagger is just wow. an out of sync gyrometer. That's why that's is all it? I it can is. only understand Tony's words right now. Everything Carrie and Rebecca has said makes no sense. Just to me. saying. Hey, but also let's talk about the little kitty cat friend that yeah. Kay has. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, a little uh, Nix is what it's called. 
Um, Merchandise. Yeah, they right. Will. Stuffies on the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was yeah. the little robot in the uh, the Fallen Jedi uh, game? BD. The little one. BD. BD. Yep. I saw that they had a wind up walking version you could get at Disney. There's a there's a full size version you can get. I yep. love BD. He's one of my favorites. Anyway, for $150 a day, I can follow you around and put a BD on your shoulder and make it pretend to fly around you. It's, awesome. This offer is open to anybody. BD because, doesn't fly. That's a well, I could make him hops. fly for he you. That's why hops. it's a $150, not uh, it just says, 100 These three will fight, steal, and outwit their way through the galaxy's crime syndicates as they join the galaxy's most wanted. Uh, it's not available until 2024, but it's it's got Star Wars fans more excited about anything Star Wars than anything Star Wars right I'm now. I'm so excited because that's all. That's what I want Fallen Order to be. Is I just want to just be able to go and be a Star War and just like go and like explore and do stuff. <laughs> well, see, they're, there is a taking, game that lets you do that. They're taking the the not Knights uh, of the Old Republic. I don't want that. I oh, want that's a this. great game. That is a fantastic. Yeah, I know, but I don't game. want that. I want this. You know what um, I need to do, Rebecca? I, I want need to and or the video game. I, well, I need to loan you all of my Star Wars games that came on my GameCube. And, 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 and my GameCube. You also need to lend me a GameCube. I'll have to loan you the GameCube as well. Those were fun Star Wars games. But anyway, Tony, mm. go ahead. What was I saying? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, Ubisoft oh, game? Yeah, they, they're, they're just taking the... Uh, this is basically like... Uh, and or in space, it's exactly what you wanted. It doesn't look yeah. like there's any space wizards. Mm-hmm. Or, I want just but, on the ground, regular folks. Yeah, you get your your mercenary style stuff, mm-hmm. and there's there's on foot gameplay, there's speeder gameplay, there's ship gameplay. It, they showed some really cool gameplay of the ship in like a a wrecking yard of broken ships getting shot yes. at by Tie Fighters, and so it looks really yes, cool. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a look. Uh, the trailer was released for the animated movie Babylon 5 The Road Home. Uh, it will be on uh, digital 4K Ultra HD Blu ray from uh, Warner Brothers uh, August 15th, it says here. And uh, it looks like the ones who are still alive, the members of the cast, came back to do their voices. It's, the nice I thing mean, about animation is you can even bring back the people that aren't alive. Yeah, but like, just don't have thing, to say the, anything. With the way stuff is headed, we're just bringing back people from the dead to use their likeness and everything. And I'll talk Apparently. a little bit more about that later. But uh, it was uh, it was written by uh, Straczynski, the guy who created the show, and it uh, follows Captain Sheridan in a multiverse. I know. I'm sorry, but that's what it is. Hey, I already <laughs> called it at the beginning Every, of the show. Everything Spider Verse, Multiverse, everything. It all just, this is the Nexus. Geek Show is the Nexus. Well, and it all meets From what here. I'm understanding, this is the right kind of sci fi because it doesn't have Jedi in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up with oh, that? Oh, Give me my space wizards. A little Jedi is okay as a treat. <laughs> a little one? A little green you have, one? You have a little Jedi at work. It's it's like the it's like the uh, cookie at the end of dinner, right? Yeah. It's just you, you, you want have a little to, bit of Jedi. Have you ever Jedi. been to a Jedi cafe? Sometimes a Jedi brings you a cookie at the end of dinner. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, before we get on with the news, real quick mention. Thank you all for. Uh, I was surprised and thrilled at the turnout that we had for last week's uh, Saturday yeah. matinee, our fifteenth anniversary. It was and, so nice uh, to see everyone. It was. It was good. And uh, I mean, because we were competing with summer and yeah. activities. And <laughs> exactly. we compete with Saturday every time we do one of these. And that Ex- is a hard day to compete with. And then 
It's summer, right? And, yeah. And we appreciate it. And uh, for those of you who were there, look, I got my poster. I framed mine and put it here. See? See? Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Looking good. Uh, and uh, that was the first appearance of our, the first of our new merch. We got some t-shirts and uh, some uh, flip back hats. And uh, we're going to make those available online here in a few weeks. So I've been getting a lot of messages. So, so folks, keep keep an eye out. We'll let we'll let you oh we'll let you know when they're available. We won't keep it a secret. Uh, and the so hats we learned are actually the little the little ball caps uh, mm-hmm. are extra big because they yeah. fit on they fit on my super deformed noggin. Mm-hmm. So that's I the saw first. it. Witness. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Um, Ezra Miller. Let's oh. talk about. It was the Flash premiere this week. And he actually it, came know, out and uh, tried to, you know, be in public. Well, that's the thing is that he has been staying hidden away. Well, they, they wouldn't let him. They, they wouldn't let, or they wouldn't let them go on press junkets. Mm-hmm. Uh, for obvious they, reasons. Yeah, <laughs> they've been out of the the light for you know for obvious reasons, uh, but but they did show up for the premiere. And um, they 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 made some announcements. Said uh, referring to the director Andy uh, Muschietti, uh, I love you, Maestro. I think you're amazing. I think your work is monumental. Um, he also uh, had uh, some things to say to uh, Warner Brothers Echelon. He says, and the dyna- dynamic duo Peter Safran and James Gunn. Thank you for your grace and discernment and care in the context of my life and in bringing this moment actually to fruition. Um, so it, it, it went very well by the books. The movie opened. It's, it's doing okay. Um, but what I think is going on here is that Marvel <laughs> is watching and taking notes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. How to, so? You know, how do we handle our Kang problem? How do oh, we handle <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And I think that's, what, that's what's going on. Uh, now, in years past, uh, Warners has held premieres with no interviews, and they did that this time. Uh, they did Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because of the whole J.K. Rowling thing and the Johnny Depp thing. Uh, so they didn't do interviews. Uh, Joker, they did it. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix, no interviews. They held the premiere with no interviews. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, you know, all that stuff. Um, so I think, they're, I think that's what Marvel is watching and taking notes. How do you do it? When you have a problematic star, how do you do it? You advertise the hell out of all of the other cameos. Everything else, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoil the, move, spoil the, and, the mm-hmm. funds. There's mm-hmm. also a, a huge difference that might be a problem for Marvel is we don't know if Jonathan Major's issue is a mental illness issue or if he's just an ass. Well, it's right. uh, in his own I would, statement. I would be willing to argue that assholery is a mental health issue. Oh, 1,000% <laughs> agree with you there, no. but there's not like a lot of clinics you can check yourself in, into for no. asshole treatment. Rageaholic. Yeah. Ezra's own statement said he cited, uh, they cited complex mental health issues yeah. and uh, in a blanket apology for past behavior. Uh, so that's, that's what they ah, are that's... saying. Now, one thing that happened... Uh, because of this whole thing, is that uh, Andy uh, Muschietti got another job out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> My name was Muschietti. The yeah. man knows his way around CGI. Let's see what he can whip up for us next. So, uh, James Gunn uh, and Peter Safran said, you know, I think it was the, the day of the premiere. They said, uh, we saw The Flash even before taking the reins at DC Studios, and we, we knew we were in the hands of 
uh, not only a visionary director, but a massive DC Comics fan. It's a magnificent film, funny, emotional, thrilling, and Andy's affinity for passion and passion for these characters and this world just resonates throughout every frame. So when it came time to find a director for The Brave and the Bold, which is the new Batman movie, luckily that, Andy said yes. Not the soap opera? <laughs> That's the bold and the beautiful. Different. Oh. <laughs> That's the brave and the bold and the restless. Yes. <laughs> which I would watch. I would yep. watch that. Um, so we we got the announcement. He is directing. And uh, with the writer strike, everything is in, you know, on hold essentially anyway. But um, the movie is said that Brave and the Bold will introduce Damian Wayne, a murderous teen raised by assassins, who also happens to be the son that Bruce Wayne never knew he had. Uh, it's inspired in, by writer Grant Morrison's Batman run, who introduced Damian. Mm -hmm. It's a strange father and son story, Gunn told reporters uh, when he said, this is what we're doing. So if you look at what James Gunn's got, got, got's going. <laughs> What's he got's going, Carrie? He got's going, Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, Swamp Thing, and The Authority. Now on the small screen, he's got the Lanterns series, Waller, and Paradise Lost. So all mm. those things are... Mm. He's got a lot cooking. Surface. He does. Now, we got some more information about the Superman movie that he's doing, Superman Legacy. Uh, report in The Hollywood Reporter on a Friday that the, fic, the, the flick will feature, as, as he stated earlier, members of The Authority. And uh, this weekend, as we speak, they are doing tryouts, auditions for... I prefer tryouts. We're going to have tryouts. <laughs> for for Lois and for uh, Clark uh, for the Superman movie. We, we should know by next week, possibly, who got the job. Uh, but uh, the authority is going to appear in some capacity in Superman Legacy. And they want to, first they want to cast Lois and Clark, and then they want to cast the members of the authority. Because the authority is going to get their own movie eventually. Yeah, so I, I, I'm going down a rabbit hole recently with uh, comics, and it started with uh, Planetary, written by Warren Ellis, which now has bled back into The Authority, which was written by Warren Ellis. And I'm curious, and that made me go, wait, what was before that? Because it's all part of Wildstorm, was a different publishing arm that uh, mm -hmm. DC had. Mm -hmm. And so I've started with Stormwatch now, the Warren that's, Ellis run. That's the first, yeah. And I'm reading up through where he started there, and then Stormwatch turns, I guess it turns into The Authority mm -hmm. with Jenny Sparks, and then moves on to, and then the, the Authority was just kind of mooshed into the regular DC universe it, at yeah, some point. with the New 52, it, yeah, uh, it, okay. it got merged in. Uh, and uh, more recently, Grant Morrison has been working on Superman and The Authority. It's a miniseries. Um, you, you know the quest you have to go on to get Grant Morrison to work on anything? I mean, first you have to find <laughs> his hidden tower, you have to slay his dragon, his zombie <laughs> hordes, and then you have to shatter the staff he uses that keeps him in stasis. Then mm -hmm. Grant Morrison Boy. will work for you, so that's just DC, amazing. DC must do that a lot, because he writes for them all the time. <laughs> but here's the thing, is that there are so many members of the Authority, so yeah. many different characters have cycled through, it's like the Avengers. Uh, well, so you, we don't know which characters uh, James Gunn has in mind. And the thing about it, too, that's interesting is most of the characters that I've seen in it anyway are kind of analogs of more popular heroes in the DC and also uh, sometimes in the Marvel Universe. They're, mm -hmm. they're like uh, 
Warren Ellis's or whoever was writing at the time own version of Superman or Batman or mm -hmm. whatever. So it'll be interesting to see how they all kind of mix, you know. The, and the thing about the Authority is they were, as it says here, they're billed as a black ops superhero team who gets things done no matter what, meaning they would like, kill. Yep. Like the Suicide Squad? Ooh. Don't they already have one of those? No, they have two. But you've got Superman Legacy, and we all know James Gunn's take on Superman is that, you know, he sees the ultimate Boy Scout. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be interesting be in to see the, you know. Yeah, the dynamic between that character and yeah. and these uh, ends justify the means yes. characters. Now, speaking of worlds colliding, um, Egg, have uh, you seen uh, Rise of the Beasts yet? Oh, we're we're <laughs> going to try to go on Sunday. Oh, okay. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The director's already talking about a sequel to it because it did very well. It did nice. very well at the box office. Uh, so in a recent interview, uh, the producers also confirmed that uh, Rise of the Beast will see the Autobots and the Maximals, they'll be back, teaming up with members of G.I. Joe. Wow. So all the toys, all the toys are going Get out. the toy box out. If, if Gung-Ho and Shipwreck aren't there, I'm boycotting. Exactly. I, <laughs> no. Shipwreck or die, that's the way I feel. Yep. Um, so, uh, we're not through with the Maximals. I imagine the next movie will have the Maximals, Autobots, and G.I. Joes. The idea of trying to do the whole Joe world at the same time is a little daunting. This is a way to bring them into our world, remind people of who they are, like we forgot. And the, <laughs> they'll have a remember, role in the, in the plot. You guys remember G.I. Joe, right? You remember G.I. Joe? So, so, yeah, so with Channing Tatum. I really, what? I kind of dug <laughs> the first one with... I actually it like was, the the second one. I like the second one's I fun too. Both of them. Yeah, I They're like both... a, I like a good punch punch pew pew movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's so funny that people they that were being so critical of literally a GI Joe movie that looked like somebody dumped their toy box out and said, "Now we're going to use this and this exactly." And, this. and yeah, it was ridiculous and goofy, and I enjoyed it. You uh, see the line from Dennis Quaid. In the is it the first one or the second one? Release the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one. First one. I literally remember absolutely nothing from those movies. Well, maybe yeah. it'll be a Saturday matinee. Uh, Wasn't Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt Cobra Commander in the first one? Yeah, yep. he is. <laughs> yes, he was. Mm -hmm. Yes, he was. That's right. And yeah. and uh, uh, was it Eccleston? Was uh, yeah, it was Chris Eccleston. Christopher was, Eccleston. Yeah, uh, he was, uh, it was Destro. Destro. Yeah, Destro. <laughs> like and and let's return to Castle Destro, deep in the moors of Scotland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bring says, it back. Egg says the new comics launched this week and they're crossing Transformers and G.I. Joe. So, nice. Uh, but as James Gunn is introducing the authority to eventually get their own movie, they're doing that with Transformers and giving G.I. Joe their own movie eventually. So Yeah, I'm, I'm all set for that. Somebody's going to be like driving a motorcycle, turns into a robot, and they're going to be like, what, what, what? Oh, I can no, only it's... hope it's... I, I can only hope it's Psykill. <laughs> Oh, he was a GoBot. Okay. <laughs> Stop picking on poor Egg Fu. You know, I, I, his heart can't handle it. I know. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Doctor Who then. Um, because I, I was yelled at on my radio show for not having enough Doctor Who on this show. Are you kidding? I mean, I, seriously, we, we have, we have a segment called Hello, Yeah, What? And people can call in and talk about whatever they want. And this woman called in and said, damn it, you don't have enough Doctor Who on Geek Show. And I'm I mean, sorry. There's... I mean, I, I can okay. see if she, her being upset if, like, the new season was on, but it's not. Well, well this segment is just for her. 
They're okay. getting ready to, uh, I mean, they're filming it, and it's it's going to be available soon on BBC and Disney+. Plus. It'll be available on Disney+. Plus. That's where yes. you'll be watching it. Um, and that's, part, that's part of the reason why I'm like seasons behind is because it, it just hasn't been easily available. Oh, I thought you were going to say good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also it's also wildly inconsistent with its release dates. It's not like well, it's it's kind of like what American TV is turning into now, where you're like, okay, wait two years between seasons, mm-hmm. or in yeah. whose case it'll be like, okay, we're gonna do six episodes this season, then we'll do 105 the next season, then we'll be off for five years, then we're gonna do a holiday special, and then our cameras are free so that we look stupid on our podcast. <laughs> I just and... feel like it really peaked with uh, Matt Smith and. Uh, other Tommy, guy before him. Stop talking. Capaldi was okay. Capaldi no, was freaking amazing. Stop talking, Tony. Capaldi was pretty good. <laughs> no, Capaldi he was, was amazing. amazing. I feel like the writers, I don't think it's any of the actors' fault. I think it's the writers and the showrunners have just yeah, kind of I mean, slowly descended it down into I, lower quality. Well, that's why they're bringing Russell T. Davies back. Let's I hope haven't it works. disliked any of the doctors. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. The doctors have all been. Have great I'm in, but I'm it's in that everything minority. around them i'm in that minority where i don't like the matt smith years oh, oh really my favorite was definitely um the, f- the second one not mm-hmm. eccleston uh david tennant, tennant? Yeah. tennant. oh yeah, tennant. yeah. He was good. oh yeah eccleston oh, yeah. was too angry he wasn't very angry and, well capaldi well, yeah. was an angry but doctor you know too what? But, you but, know but he was so old, great? so you understood. <laughs> they explain all of this in, the, what is it, the 50? Eccleston is the angry one because Gallifrey's just been destroyed, so he's yep. angry. Yep. Tennant mm-hmm. is um, the one who, oh, remember, is he the one who remembers? And then Matt Smith is the one who forgets? Yeah. I can't remember. But like, there's reasons why they're all so different, right? Be- and mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't like Matt Smith is because he's so childish. And the last series mm-hmm. was amazing. Mm-hmm. The stuff they did, a, a lot of people give it crap, but there there were some performances going I, on with I that thought last Jody one. With, with Jody. Jody, Jody Whitaker was great. <laughs> oh, I mean, she was. And yeah, there, she there were, I just didn't like everything around her very much. It just wasn't as whole, compelling as but, other but things, also as the other thing with doctors. Jody, the thing with Jodie Whittaker's run is it's also the first season where they get real cinematic because your, origi- your, or, your original showrunners are gone and you have some new blood coming in, mm-hmm. which I loved, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But oh. like it gives it is an entirely different Doctor Who experience. Well, we got yep. the 15th Doctor on the way, and it's Kudi uh, Gatwa. And uh, they've added an actor to the series, and I, I just wanted to point this out because I want to point you to a show that he is in that I want to recommend to you. Uh, his name is Lenny Rush, and uh, there he is. I watched He's, a show with him recently. Did, did you watch? It's called Am I Being Unreasonable? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing. It's on Netflix, I mm-hmm. believe. And no, it's, Hulu. Uh, Hulu, thank you. And it's, it's, first of all, the most British title for a show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Being Unreasonable? Uh, stars Daisy Mae Cooper, and uh, this this uh, kid Lenny Rush plays her her kid, mm-hmm. and he's this smart ass little dude, yeah. <laughs> and very funny. So uh, he's he's going to be joining the show. Cool. Uh, but watch, am I being unreasonable? It's good. This, show. Se- Worth this your season, time. because they have such a large budget now, they're mm-hmm. getting so many celebrity cameos. Oh like, yeah. They've got Neil Patrick Harris as the villain, I think, coming up. Um, they. Oh, got a drag queen. I can't remember who though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, from a RuPaul Drag Race. One yeah. Because I, I got. I'm not. I'm not a drag race watcher, so I don't know these things. Mm. Um, and Jonathan Groff. I know I've talked about, and you guys didn't know who that was, but just know that's a big get. Oh, okay? it is. It is. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie. 
Because I talked about it on an episode that I hosted, and everyone was like, who is that? <laughs> well, I'm very old, and I forget things. <laughs> He's got right. the Riz. He does oh, have the Riz. What? Who? Uh, here's a little something, Tony, for you. I like I things for me. You, pro- you probably are aware of this, but this is, this is something that you can do while you're at work. Um, Capcom's 40th anniversary website. It lets you play classic Capcom games on your, in your browser, there including you Street Fighter 2. And you can play Mega Man X. You can play Final Fight, and it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I even sat and played Street Fighter Two for about a half hour the other day. <laughs> now, um, does this screenshot at the top does it say poo? Yeah, of course. I think it, it says poo. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I looked long and hard for a funny screenshot, and I found one. <laughs> you had success. Uh, <laughs> so just just go to CapTown dot capcom dot com slash en i don't like any of that <laughs> captown dot capcom dot com slash en and you'll find and the screen will come up and it'll it, there's a map and there are different places to go there's a museum it's all about the 40th anniversary of, of uh, capcom nice so, your old school video games now capcom makes some good stuff i think i think grima i think that uh you might like this, Rebecca. Grimacesbirthday.com. <laughs> Why does Rebecca like Why? this? <laughs> because you were you were the one that the last episode were aware that Grimace is making a comeback. <laughs> that and, is, and I'm so chronically I, online. So does, yeah. he, does he have the Riz? <laughs> he he's the Grimace, Drip King. Do you, you guys betcha. do you guys know what Grimace is? Yes, I do. Go ahead. Are there are there crumbs left? Is he a rehydrated prune? No. No. Worse. Uh. Grimace, you'll never guess it in a million years. He's a taste bud. A giant taste bud. That's that's oh. why he looks to, like the To way represent he looks. how tasty the food at McDonald's. Who is. thought that up? Why no. what no. marketer was like, let's uh, go to taste bud? Well, this was early seventies, so they're like yeah. watching puff and stuff and going, you know what we need? Hold on, pass that doobie. And uh well, oh, well, we well, don't taste bud. Grimace was originally a villain. He was he would steal the, the oh, milkshakes. See? That makes sense. From While the hamburger old was stealing hamburgers. The yeah. old commercial I saw shows Ronald McDonald convincing Grimace to fall backwards into a pond where he drowns. And drown, yes. Yeah. <laughs> See in the forties Ronald McDonald's would just shoot him. And, and also Grimace was not purple. He was like this nasty green gray color with lots of lumps. Like a taste bud. <laughs> like a taste bud. I'm horrified. But yeah, exactly. If you go to grimacesbirthday.com, this is another game, Tony. This is, and it's fashioned after the old Game Boy Color games. Uh huh. It's the strangest thing. It's easy to play, but it's the strangest thing. Grimace is on a skateboard. Naturally. Wearing Naturally. a helmet because he's safe, of course. Mm-hmm. And you pilot Grimace down, and it's a side scroller type game old style mm-hmm. and you try to get him to capture all the milkshakes and avoid all the ronalds tri- uh, avoid tripping all the on boys like, in the yard <laughs> <laughs> avoid tripping on boxes and stuff because he's not a really good skateboarder but <laughs> i could see him cruising in the backyard gotta collect all these milkshakes they keep bringing these boys to the yard must get these milkshakes out of the yard <laughs> 
<laughs> did you guys hear yeah. did, unrelated did you guys hear Khalees, the singer of that milkshake song and bill murray are dating they're not <laughs> oh is not? that a lie that's, that's, that's a, a lie fun. dang she she came out and said y- you guys will believe anything we just we hung out that's all that's what, um, yeah, that's don't exactly even need to hang out i, I, if I was a celebrity and i didn't want people to know the truth <laughs> hold on i want to go on chat gpt for a minute and then me and bill murray will be dating Yep. <laughs> but it's uh it's grimacesbirthday.com and you can if you don't want to play Street Fighter you can you can play the grimace game. <sighs> so that's I'm something gonna... they used to do quite a bit in the late 90s early 2000s was random like product video game crossovers where they mm-hmm. would make a little game like they had one where you play as a as a person shooting checks mix and uh, you know, oh yeah, all, and it came all, on a CD-ROM. Yeah, in the, in the, yeah, in the cereal box. Yeah, all kinds of weird games like that that would just kind of cross over. For a while, Burger King had like a collection of five Burger King Xbox games you could get when you order like a Whopper meal for the Xbox 360 that you could just play. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love. I love that kind of crossover stuff because, like, I remember when Phantom Menace came out and you had to go to like Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and some other place to get the exclusive crappy poster that each one had so that you could put yeah, it into a, I, a really big crappy poster. Phantom Menace marketing is such a core memory in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you were right at that age. Yeah, the the chat, Chicks Quest was what it was called. The chat's pulling oh, this up. Oh, amazing. And then you had one where you played as the Noid from uh, Domino's. Yeah. Oh, and there was and, and another one where you played as the 7-Up dog. He's back. Like, yeah. The Noid's you know. back, baby. Avoid it. Well, Avoid the, Noid, the, Noid. the Noid never left my heart. But, uh, so so um, I, I have a annoyed confession to make to you all, yes. and then Say I'll stop the you the show. Um, when I was 19, I had to wear a Noid costume because I was a temp at a temp agency, and I had to be the Noid at a <gasps> say no to drugs, avoid the Noid drug thing at a <laughs> elementary school. Look at you now. <laughs> well, were they able? Now. Were you able to avoid them, or did they get you? I was really high, so I don't. He remember. was the Noid. He had become <laughs> he become the very thing we've all been taught to hate. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, I uh, like. Okay, let's get to the list of uh, shows that are being pushed back, canceled, or whatever. So, everything. But there is one good. bit of good news in this list, but um, everything's being pushed back at Disney um, because of the writer strike and such. I heard they canceled the Marvels. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm? Don't even joke. That's what I heard. Don't even joke, Tony. <laughs> no, it's starting with uh, Captain America: Brave New World. Um, but uh, everything's being pushed back. Thunderbolts, uh, the uh, Untitled Alien uh, event movie, Blade, Deadpool movie pushed back. Am- the Amateur, Avatar Three, Fantastic Four, Kang Dynasty, Moana, uh, Untitled Star Wars, Avengers: Secret Wars. Um, Disney was probably like, yeah. "Oh, good. This gives us more time to deal with the Kang stuff." Uh, this is this is good. Well, what's so funny is like Marvel was on just like a good trajectory with their releases, and then the pandemic mm-hmm. happened, and they were kind of forced to either do nothing or do everything. Mm-hmm. And so, 2021 was the year we got everything and overloaded. And now Marvel is like, "Oh, we should better take a step back." Yeah. And as they have done that, the writer strike has happened. So it's like pandemic 2.0 for them. They're like, dang it. Mm-hmm. How are we to be successful? Um, so yeah, well, I'm sure uh, they'll find a way. I mean, the stuff the stuff they've already got in the can is 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 going to be coming. Ahsoka will be here, and of course, we're getting Secret Invasion next week. And but yeah. most of your shows, and there's lists and lists and lists if you go online to find out what your favorite show uh, is being pushed back. Of course, my 
I'm saddened to hear that Daredevil is being pushed back. Uh, Hot Penguin is being pushed back. Dang it. Uh, oh, Gotham. And Gotham then Knights got canceled. Gotham Knights got canceled it got after really one season. No pushed surprise. Back really hard. <laughs> In, yeah. Indefinitely. No surprise yeah. at all, really. But the good news is, Tony, that Superman and Lois has been renewed good. For, a, for a shortened 10th episode, fourth season. I'll take anything and, I can get. This is a good it, show. And it's expected to be its last. That means they is, can maybe wrap a story up in 10 episodes. That would be good. This is the best <laughs> promo picture of all burn? time. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't is. a burn. I was being serious. <laughs> I hope they wrap it up. Because So is it going to be on CW, though, or is it going to be, be on, on CW, HBO? Yes. Okay. Uh, it'll be on CW. And I think that... Um, uh, they're getting the they're getting their Lex Luthor on. I think either this week or next week. John Michael Cryer. Michael Cudlitz is uh, going to be Lex Luthor, and I'll Cud- be tuning in for those. Michael Cudlitz. Who's Michael yeah. Cudlitz? He was uh, Abraham on Walking Dead. You know, uh, red mustache. Oh, oh, that's right. I remember this announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, right. this guy. Yeah, that I think guy. he. I think he could do a good Lex Luthor. We'll see. Um. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, making all the money, getting all the rave reviews. Yeah, boy. Uh, You won't be able to see it in the United Arab Emirates, though. It's been banned. What For what? uh, It's very pro-trans messaging. Yeah, because everybody is represented in this movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody. Dimensional spot guys. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's... (laughs) But there's apparently a scene in uh, Spider-Gwen's bedroom where the sign says, oh. Pr- protect trans kids. It's yeah, it's above her door. Her yeah, above her door. And uh, then they're also saying that her costume is the trans flag colors. Well, uh, her costume's not, but her. The, there's a whole discourse right now about Gwen Stacy as a trans metaphor. Because really? um, every scene in her world is the artwork from her comic series um but and it's very art it's so visually stunning it looks like a painting um but the colors that they're using are the the light blue the white and the and the light pink which are the trans colors Mm -hmm. and so there's a whole discourse going on about gwen stacy as a trans metaphor um and it you know does it is partially solidified by the sign in her room that does Mm -hmm. say protect trans Mm -hmm. kids uh, just uh, people of every size, shape, color, gender are in every frame of this film, yeah. and that's, I think, a good thing. If you don't, sorry. This show isn't for you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I, I don't want to hang out with you. Uh, also, on a similar note, uh, Harrison Ford out promoting uh, the new Indiana Jones movie, Dial of Destiny, uh, coming to theater soon. He's been you know, doing the interviews, and I'll say this. If I ever have the opportunity to interview Harrison Ford, I will turn it down. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get berated by Harrison Ford. Oh, is he a jerk? He just, you can I mean, tell he does I not enjoy this. He's not very nice to like David me. Blaine in his kitchen. I saw that. Get out of my house. Interviews, <laughs> interviews that he's doing, when he's talking about shrinking, he's delightful because I think he just loves when the project. But, when it's a project yeah. that he likes, he's, yeah. I'm sure, a delight to talk to. But yeah. because, because he's doing it, you know, Dial of Destiny press, people are absolutely asking him Marvel questions. And he's like, uh, I don't, 
I don't know what any of this is. He's not, he's not there for that. He's <laughs> also, there for Indiana Jones. Also, to the people doing the yeah. interviews, be freaking professional for a few minutes. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe on. stay on topic. But right? he, uh, yeah, he was asked recently, because, you know, as we know in the comics, uh, General Ross eventually becomes the Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ask him, he says, does that mean that you'll be turning it? And, and he looked at the person, he goes, what's a Red Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, for him. Yep. But here's what he had to say when he was asked. Uh, he said he was asked if he thinks Indiana Jones would still be punching Nazis today, especially since they've been making a sad, unfortunate comeback. And the answer is pure Harrison Ford. He said he'd push people out of the way to get in the first punch. Nice. Yeah. As well he should. That yep. was a black and white world. And as evil presented itself in the world, it's incalculable that this vision of evil not be confronted. Well, there we go. Oh, Mr. Ford. Me, I'd just like to see Indy in the 40s teaming up with Captain America to punch Nazis. I think Could you imagine cool, if only <laughs> Disney owned the rights to both characters? Wait a minute. Oh, At least an animated thing. Anyway, <laughs> I would love it. Uh, okay, before we get to what we consume this week, and, we need to... Huh? Wait, and then you could have Han Solo come out of Carbonite in the <sighs> same movie? And it was could, a long time ago. It was a long time could still be alive and punch Nazis. This is exactly the problem with The Flash. Hey, whoa, hey, oh. <laughs> we'll get there. Come on now, we'll there. whoa. <laughs> before, we, before we get to what we consume this week, we need to raise a glass. I, I we, you know. It. I'll raise some glasses. Raise some glasses because uh, we lost a, a, a real legend this week, uh, John Ramita Sr. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he was the guy who drew my Spider-Man. And then his son came along and took over. And I hate to say it, his son did an even better job. He was yeah. great. But, uh, yeah, so John Ramita Sr. began his career at, Mar- at uh, before Marvel was even Marvel. He was at Timely Comics. Um it, it just amazing. He took over August '66 with Amazing Amazing Spider-Man 39. Oh, he's he's the he's like Mary Jane Watson. The whole he you, yeah you hit the jackpot tiger thing that, that was famous frame run. yeah uh, that uh, that's him. Um, I mean yep. he 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 just did all the biggies. Uh, Rhino, Kingpin, Shocker. Um, did he do Wolverine's first costume too he did Wolverine's first costume he's got a great quote where he's like Kirby thought it up Ditka refined it I made Mm -hmm. it stick yeah oh I I mean he is the guy who defined the classic look of most of these characters Um, and uh, he was drawing so many Marvel comics through uh, the 60s and 70s a lot um, of people have a lot of uh, a lot of crap to sling at the Ramitas, uh, senior and junior, because they they have a very very distinct style. And yeah. John Ramita Jr. will flat out tell you, and he's he's getting up there in age too, and his his work's starting to get kind of shaky. Um, it happens; your your hands can't do what they did when you were younger. Yeah. Uh, their style was developed for speed, and John Ramita Senior could crank out pages like mm-hmm. it's probably good created out of necessity because he was well, drawing yeah, so much you weren't drawing one book a month you weren't mm-hmm. you weren't doing what the modern artists are doing you might have been doing two or three titles a month and that's like right. 60 pages of he drawing. then he then became the art editor at marvel after his spider-man run he helped design the looks of even more heroes and villains uh the first look at wolverine the punisher luke cage uh brother voodoo uh the black widow's iconic spy suit was his um the hobgoblin's first appearance 
Wow. Uh, the first female Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, was his. Uh, but but certainly he had his his fingerprints all over Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so, you know, rest in power, John Romita Sr. All right. What did we consume this week? Should we start with Rebecca and the Flash? Get it over with. Let's go. <laughs> pull the Band-Aid off. Go ahead. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I watched some other stuff, too. Okay. Awesome. Let's just rip the duct tape off. Watched a lot of Star Trek, uh, and if you want to hear more about that, you can Yay. listen to me and Carrie talk about it on the Space Show Show. Episode um, two is out now on your Geek Show feed. Yes. And on um, YouTube. Black Mirror in season six came out this week, and... Uh, I guess I'm oh. in the minority of people who don't like it because I feel like it's weak sauce. You're just hating on everything this week, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I have one thing I liked. Or two grumpy. things I liked. I like Star Trek. I'm a grumpy um, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm allowed to not like things. Um, yeah, Black Mirror Season 6, Charlie Brooker, maybe let some other people write some episodes because maybe you're running a little dry. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like the Netflix years have just continuously been a declining quality. Uh, well, um, hang on. I looked into this. The first two seasons were BBC. The next two seasons, I believe, were co-produced by BBC and Netflix. And those were also really good. I think got, maybe when it was like exclusively I think, Netflix. I think, yeah. I think that's yeah. when the quality started to be really hit or miss. So Yeah. Mm. You know, some mm. theories about Netflix. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: it, this for the first episode of Black Mirror is very much like Netflix is crazy, isn't it? So that's, I feel like that's what Bandersnatch was kind of like too. It's like, look how weird we no, can make this, this first episode. episode you know? The first episode, Joan is awful, starring Annie Murphy and uh -huh. Selma Hayek. Um, Come on, you guys. I, I uh, liked it. I watched I watched that's just the, thing, the one I'm episode. You, I'm in anyway. the minority of people who I didn't know. like it. Because listen, the first episode, we had a man have sex with a pig on TV. Very, very first episode. First. Yeah. And <laughs> now the most evil thing is not reading the terms and conditions. Have you ever read those? Ugh. Yes. They can be Ugh. pretty bad. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, to prepare for Transformers Rise of the Beasts, I finally watched Bumblebee. Oh. Loved it. Made yes. me cry. Good movie. Uh, it's good. Great movie. I had a blast. And then, okay. I Oh, Barbie Architectural Digest. Margot Robbie takes you on a tour through the dream house and you get some behind the scenes info about the Barbie dream house. Ah, I died. It was cool. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Um, And then I went and saw The Flash. Uh, okay. Let me Should tell I just take you. my headphones off? And and thanks to the internet for ruining the end of the movie for me. But I've been able to stay away from that. Yeah. So stay away just from the internet. Stay off the internet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie. I'm so. Listen. I know we have a lot of listeners who liked it a lot and i mm -hmm. love that for you um i was so irritated i thought this movie was one of the most annoying <laughs> things i've ever seen in the whole wide world um uh, i did so much heavy sighing um but there was a woman at my screening in the row ahead of us who was probably the world's biggest flash fan because every single moment was gold for her and she let everybody know i'll and probably be like that i'm happy for her i'm so happy for her <laughs> yeah. i was just so my question is so irritated if you were to separate the ezra miller factor would the would you still not like the movie or is it because it's Ezra Miller do you not like the movie? Listen, it's because and that's it's Ezra totally justified. It, well, it's because it's Ezra Miller, but not in the way you think. Because I, 
all the craziness that he does that they do off off screen I put that out of my brain it's just Ezra Miller as they exist okay, uh, okay. you don't like his portrayal of the I Flash don't their like portrayal. him I uh, no I don't think he's a leading man I think mm. he's a, I oh. think he's a, a side character mm. um so maybe if Grant Gustin was in it perhaps. well it's definitely a weird version of the Flash in general because he behaved uh, the the Flash in the DCU behaves like more like Bart Allen impulse which is Barry Allen's grandson or son I think mm. his son but they're having the flash behave like that and still be the original Barry Allen this is he's not this Barry Allen is not the Barry Allen at all from the comics or from the TV show or anything it's a it's a yeah. completely different version and they might have stumbled a little bit on that in my opinion but you know Barry Allen's a bit of a knight Right. Yeah, exactly. He's, yeah. he's a Boy Scout. He's a Boy yeah. Scout. When yeah. when the Blackest Night uh, storyline came out, he was one of the first that was chosen as a Blue Lantern because he's so full of hope and right. and such a White Knight and things like that and just like you know always coming in to try and save and cheer people up. Mm. Not such a goofy off the wall character. That was Impulse. That was Bart Allen, his son from the future. But anyway, I digress. Right. Yeah, and I just, uh, I feel like when it comes to The Flash, I'm straight normie. Like, I barely know anything about Flashpoint. I barely sure. know anything about Barry Allen. Um, so my only real exposure to The Flash as a character is in these movies that he's been mm -hmm. in, okay. which yeah. he has barely been in. So yeah. I don't feel like the, the tone is so different from the previous DC movies, which are already all over the place. And sure. because, because I don't know Barry Allen is a quirky, fun guy, this movie has a quirky, fun tone that I was just like, ah, am I, is, this, is this supposed to be? Because it's kind of over the top. And I, I don't know. I just found it irritating. And it's got a very funny message about learning to let go of the past. And here they are just... Playing God, <laughs> you know? Oh, this sounds like my kind of movie. Uh, anyway, I gave it a two out of five. Hmm. But, but wasn't it fun to see Michael Keaton as Batman again? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> what? You're not what? allowing your entire life to be ruled by nostalgia? What? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm trying yeah. to just be a normie at okay. a movie, you know? All right. Well, <sighs> I need to calm well, down. I was going to say, well, I'm sure we'll get a very different read There's this some week. Stuff that is, there is some stuff that is so inside baseball <sighs> that, like, I'm sure that someone who's not chronically online like I am would be like, why is this here? I'm sure we'll get a completely different read when Tony sees it this week and comes yeah. back and reports yeah, to us. Calm yeah, down. I, yeah, gonna it's fine. Take, take a drink what? of this water. And I can't wait All to right. hear your thoughts, Tony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've really upset him. Who's who's next? Who wants? I to need go? a minute still. Go, Lee. Okay, <laughs> Lee. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. All right. So this week was dominated by trailers for me. Uh, there, were, the Starfield trailer for the new Bethesda game was Ooh. dropped oh, this week. Baby. And this is funny because there's a Ooh. lot there's a lot of people out there who want my dream video game to fail, who started messaging me saying, "Yeah, I bet you're real excited to watch Starfield come up and." eat star citizens lunch i'm like no really? competitions competition's good those guys and are also, jerks 
Oh, people are yeah. weird, and they like it's to make capitalism, baby. They like to make competition where there really there doesn't need to be any. any. Yeah. And okay, so Starfield is a game that is being built off of a legacy engine that is nearly 25 years old. It, it's got its problems, but the game looks amazing, and I'm really excited for it. Does that mean I'm not going to play my favorite space sim? No, I'm going to continue yeah, playing play that both. too. This is just more space game. It's kind of like the Star Trek game that just came out that I freaking can't wait to play because space game. I love space games. You know what they don't make a lot of right now because they don't sell well? Space games. So yeah. give me more space games and I'm going to be <laughs> just fine. So, so they're so, saying the Starfield is built on the Creation Engine 2. Uh, which it, still yeah. has its underpinnings in Creation Engine 1, but they've done a lot of overhauling to it. Right, so. but the truth here, and I only know this from following the other space game, is that if you build something on legacy code, everything that you tack onto it has basically been duct taped to it's that true. legacy it's code. True. It's uh, legacy code mm. comes up like Godzilla and smashes everything, mm -hmm. and then you got to rewrite all the new stuff. So yep. Yep. I want Starfield so bad. I have over 2,000 hours clocked on Skyrim. Please don't tell me I'm not excited about Starfield. <laughs> it's Skyrim in freaking space. It looks so, so good. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. So uh, Strange New Worlds, first new episode oh, dropped. Yeah, and thank you so much for giving Dr. Mbenga a little more Backstory oh, because yeah. holy yes. hell, the that's a cool dude. That's a cool dude right there. He's a badass, isn't he? That man wants to kill every last Klingon. <laughs> when they, when they holy crap. take the soldier juice, anyway. Super yeah. serum, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get to this in a little bit, and you guys are spoiling, so stop. I know, it. I know. I just realized that. I'll, I'll get into this when we get into a, a recommendation that was given to me. But um, a lot of people got excited about Strange New Worlds because it's not it's it's one episode at a time. It's not a serial. It's not a, a progressive story that continues what do they call it serialized story? serialized yeah okay yeah. so um but there's still carryover from season yeah, one there's absolutely. still there's still narrative being carried forward and i love that they're bringing this stuff forward i absolutely thought the klingons were badass in this it's really cool to see them mm -hmm. kind of detour back away from the lizard klingons from discovery mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that that did not work for your humble narrator um, there is a fantastic variety interview with Natasha Leone and Melon Alinsky, which is uh, worth your time because it's Natasha Leone info dumping on her best friend Melanie Alinsky for 30 minutes. And um, it's it's everything everything I've ever wanted well, to see. Cause, I, I love both of those actresses. Yeah. It, it turns out they've been best buddies for like 25 years. Oh, well, that's great. Uh, nice. with, with, with Clea Duvall, Duvall. The three of them are like best pals. But it's... It's it's Natasha Leon just going off about film for half an hour, and Melanie Lewinsky is going, mm, "That's very nice, thank you." Because you know, <laughs> she's in New Zealand, so uh, catching up. I I think you should leave, but I can only watch it in small doses because yes. it's really uncomfortable. You mean you can't um, binge it like uh, no, the uh, chaos no. person? I made it through halfway the first halfway through the second season, and I was like, "I need a break. This is See, fantastic, uh, but I need a break." And my wife refuses to watch it. She's right, like, so I have to I have to find time to break it. You know. I've been watching and listening to a lot of Brett Goldstein lately because I'm going through Ted nice. Lasso withdrawals and hearing the story of how they got Harrison Ford on shrinking is freaking amazing. It is one of the best stories ever. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, a, a great thing, uh, Dr. Paul White, uh, I, yes. I'll get to what he recommended here in a second, but because I'm getting ready for Lower Decks, I was going to rewatch, not, not Lower Decks, uh, Strange New Worlds, I was going to rewatch the first season, but then I ended up realizing that I forgot to watch the second season of Lower Deck. So I've been getting caught up on that because that show is genius. And then mm -hmm. Dr. Paul White sent me a recommendation for um, Bob Seska and Mary Trump's new Star Trek 
podcast called uh, Trek Politics, where they get into uh, the history of Star Trek as lifelong Star Trek fans, and they bring different people from the Star Trek world on. So this time around, they, they brought the showrunner from the new Picard season, Terry Metalis, and they just talk about politics and how, yeah, it has always been woke, but what always. we consider... <laughs> What we consider progressive politics now, and looking back at the 60s and saying, no, that, that was really not progressive in the slightest bit, well, from the context of the 60s, or as Carrie would say, for its time. For the uh, time. Very much so, right? We right. just don't, we don't see it as progressive now. But yeah. uh, really, really good discourse, really good conversation, and really something amazing about hearing people who are really good about talking, like, we're good about talking about star trek right but these guys are amazing they're they're lore these are our people talking about star trek and then just having this passionate conversation with terry metalis for the better part of an hour about amazing stuff i loved it it was great i've been uh, listening to seska's podcast for years uh back mm -hmm. when it was the bob and Chez show um yeah and he's and he's always been honest about his 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 geekdom yeah he's uh he's a big old nerd and uh, just loves the star wars the star trek the batman marvel he, he just loves it all so he, he was able to incorporate his knowledge of politics that's why i was listening into the geekdom and mm, yeah there cool. you go yeah. so it, worked it is out. it is a solid like podcast so once you get done listening to us then it's a solid listen so all right that's me tony well, tony's calmed down by now i'm okay i'm okay you brought me back with uh the um uh space I think politics you, yeah, the space politics, and I think you should leave talk. I'm okay now. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, I only watched one show really this week that is of note, and that would be the Star Wars and, or I mean, Star Trek um, Strange New Worlds. It was great. I loved it. Mm. What I've been doing most of the time this week, though, is the <laughs> Asus ROG Ally Ooh. launched this week, Ooh. the handheld PC for gaming. And what? How does it work? Is it working good? It's. I mean, I'm going to review it on this. Uh, I'll do a. I'll do a early re impressions review this week on Geek Show Arcade coming at you on that, that this week. Oh, is that a, is that an announcement? We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Geek right. Show Arcade and Geek Show Help Desk starting this week on the feed. And that'll just be in your Geek Show feed. It'll yep. appear in magically on your phone or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's right. And uh, Jaron and I both got one of these this week, so we're going to be giving our first impression reviews so far on it. But uh, spoiler alert, it's so cool. Oh, really? <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. I can't wait. That's it for uh, me. Okay. I, uh, I, of course, watched Strange New Worlds, and I'm crushing on Christine Chapel. What can I say? Oh, God, I love uh, her so how, much. How could you not? And that made me think, this episode in particular made me think, if, if I... You always get that time travel story. What would you mm -hmm. do if you had a time machine? And really, honestly, what I would want to do is travel back to the mid-60s and show Matt Jeffries an episode of Strange New Worlds oh, so wow. that he could see the ship he designed as we see it now. And, and how beautiful I, it is. And, and hey, you did this, dude. Look at this. In 60 yeah. years, people are still going to be crushing on your spaceship That's and Christine Chapel. That's something I, want, I am excited to talk about on the next episode of The Space Show Show because it is so wild to watch Strange New Worlds concurrently with the original series because yeah. they are so different. Mm -hmm. And yet one takes place before the other. Uh, it's also wild to think that if you were to adjust for inflation, the original series cost more to make than Strange New Worlds does. The heck? 
It was one of the most expensive shows on television. Oh, it wow. almost bankrupted Desilu because well, you <laughs> sure can't tell looking at it. It's it's just brilliant. I can't take my eyes <laughs> off time. of it. I can't take my eyes off the show, and I can't take my eyes off Christine Chapel. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, also, um, I watched the first. Uh, yeah, the actress is amazing. Uh, yeah. I watched the first episode of Black Mirror. Disagree with Rebecca. I found it really yeah. fun and compelling. Sure. Uh, thought it was great. Okay, a um, couple of things happened this week that I'm outraged about, but I'm going to end it on a good note. First of all, uh, American Auto, a show that I love, was canceled. Mm. Indeed. Which made me, made me very sad. Um, also, one of my most favorite, wonderful, geeky things in the world is Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And because I fell in love with the original Space Ghost cartoon when he was a serious superhero, and this is how geekdom works, I can still love those shows and still laugh at Space Ghost Coast to Coast. See? What? Because That's it not made... allowed. I know, right? <laughs> but HBO Max pulled all the Space Ghost Coast what? to Coast off HBO of didn't their do website. this. Max did this. Max, Max did, did this. this to us. Freaking Max. Pulled them all off. So... Now, this has always been my go-to when I get depressed. When I get right. depressed, I'll immediately flip on. First of all, I always go to the episode Kentucky Nightmare because it's my favorite one. It's because it's just random shit and it's weird. Oh, <laughs> I should watch this episode. That is old Kentucky Shark, and he has been there. Anyway. Well, I don't know where you're going to watch it, Tony. I yeah. can't wait until next oh, year when right, they replace it. the current CEO with another CEO because they, they go through one a year. Seriously. Probably. Maybe yeah. we'll get Joke. our shows back. But so they pull it off of Max. I mean, I'm okay because I have the physical media. I own all the DVDs, so I can pull them out and watch them. Also, I found out that they're on adultswim.com. You can watch them at any time. But that leads me to more Adult Swim and physical media because I got this week, as you can see here. Oh, Venture Venture Brothers! Brothers! This is the Venture Brothers, the complete series. All 82 episodes wow. from the series. Now, you can buy it digitally and have it on your hard drive if you want. But, again, I'm a proponent of physical media because I, David Zaslav can't take this away from you. I'm once you so have. upset because I also have the Venture Brothers complete series, but it's before the last two series seasons came out. Uh, so the almost complete yeah, series. See, yeah. this, is, this is all 82 episodes, and uh, this does not include the movie that's coming out, the Baboon right. Heart movie that's coming out. Are you going to watch but, it without the, without the censor bars? This is... As you can see on the thing there, warning, uncensored content. Oh, that's cartoon cartoon so, genitals. I'm, I'm kind of frightened and excited at the same well, time. The, the first episode that it happens in is when Rusty's haunted by the ghost of his dad and his giant unit. Oh my gosh, that is so funny! I love but, this show uh, so much. But it's it's available now. You can you can get it digitally, or you can uh, just get the physical. The physical media I, is more expensive, but again, David Zaslav can't take it away from you. So I wish it was on Blu-ray though. It's only on DVD, I think. Dios mío, um, yes, yeah, it's, it matters. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just DVD, but but uh, I'll take it. And it's yeah. uh, it's fa- it's you know always a, f- a good watch. Always a good watch. Mm-hmm. All right. That is that is my rant on physical media, and thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right, games, and then we'll wrap up and get to the after show. Uh, so for games this week, let me see. I don't think there's a whole ton because we just had all the game announcements last week from uh, the not E3 
that, uh, you know, since E3 was mm-hmm. canceled, everyone had their own kind of stuff that they did. But uh, coming out this week, uh, being the week of the 20th, uh, there's a new Aliens game you might want to check out if you're into Aliens, Aliens Dark Descent. Is um, it on uh, Xbox? It is on Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I'll try. And then, um, final, oh, well, I guess this is of note. Final Fantasy 16 comes out on the 22nd. Um, and that's kind of cleared the the rest of the week. 16? Nobody wants to go up against Final Fantasy no, sixteen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. So, and uh, <laughs> they they had a, they put a demo out for this one actually about two weeks ago, and it's got a lot of good buzz from the demo. Well, so, well, I I know where my kid's going to be for the next two years. Uh, for people who were making part of my betting pool on when I would see my friends that play Diablo again, uh, if you had still won't see them in week three of release, uh, congratulations, you move on to the next round. Yes, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> so I'll never see those friends again. Is that uh, is that everything? I made Gregor mad. I guess this is of note about Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. Sorry, Gregor Comics. You do not uh, you want know. to cross the Final Fantasy fans. <laughs> I, I, I love Final Fantasy. Oh, but yeah. I, I, I thought I loved Final Fantasy, and then uh, I can't actually have a conversation with my oldest child that does not involve Final Fantasy. That's what happened with my brother-in-law. He loves Final Fantasy, and then he met some of my friends who really love Final yeah. Fantasy. <laughs> exactly. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. But yeah, my, my oldest this has played the remastered Final Fantasy 7 I think just on repeat see that was the first Final Fantasy game I ever played all the way through was the remake of Final Fantasy 7 it was good I'm gonna get the next one for sure I liked it yeah yep well if that is everything we're going to leave here now and go to our uh, patreon only after show Uh, geekshowgotthiscover.com is a direct link to our patreon if you'd like to continue this and uh, we will see you uh, next month at uh, Saturday matinee did we and choose a, a movie yet? Uh, not yet. We'll We're talk about that. Voting on it. We'll talk internally. about that probably in the Patreon uh, after. Oh show. yeah, yeah. We can uh, consult the oracles. Mm-hmm. Yes, the oracles always weigh in. Uh, but uh, thank you all for being here this week. We appreciate it. So uh, live long and prosper for the culture. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Boom.